Hey everyone, Colt Turnbull with Coraline Advice Givers, where we interview Coraline business owners, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to bring Coraline residents the best advice from our community's brightest minds. Today's guest I've known for many years. I remember way back when, at the beginning of his business, when he would show up to poker night with a platter full of smoked meats and cheeses. I thought to myself, damn, this guy knows what he's doing. Since then, Brad Pugh has continued to grow his catering business, Bohica Smoke, into a prominent barbecue catering company in the Northwest. Brad and his team are the go-to when it comes to planning any event for the food. He's catered to the likes of Eric Church, has recently started competing in barbecue competitions, and sure knows how to navigate his way to the best barbecue meal in the area. Thanks for coming on the show, Brad. Oh, thanks for having us. Before we dive into Bohica Smoke and you know the awesome story that's behind that and everything else, we're going to get to know you a little bit, a little rapid fire. So whatever comes to mind, I guess just blurt it out. Got it. Favorite childhood pastime? Uh, probably sports. Claim to fame? I definitely don't have one of those. <laughs> you do. We'll, we'll get into that. You told me your claim to fame a minute ago. Uh, biggest mistake you see made in the barbecue world? Um, probably people not having confidence in what they're doing. Barbecue is a primitive thing it goes way back to the primitive days yeah fire and meat the cave guys caveman guys and there's a lot of good barbecue out there um some people just don't have confidence in what they they got and that's what you need to have to be successful in anything biggest misconception of barbecue uh that it's quick and easy <laughs> go-to restaurant uh <laughs> buffalo wild wings you walk into a bar, what do you order? Buckets of beer. <laughs> Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra, yeah. <laughs> what takes up too much of your time? Um, really nothing. I, my life is pretty good. I got everything pretty dialed in where I like it. Work's good. Barbecue's good. Family's good. What's the daily habit you have that makes a positive impact on your day? Hmm, that's a good one. Uh, I think I have a good attitude. I wake up in the morning and think it's going to be a good day. It usually is. Kick some butt, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go-to favorite meal on smoker? Uh, that'd probably be ribs. Why are you a Steelers fan? Uh, I was, by the grace of God, I was born a Steelers fan. Favorite aspect of Coeur d'Alene? Uh, oh, definitely the the Four Seasons. For sure. If you had to stand up right now and give a 30-minute presentation with no prep, what would it be on? Uh, either barbecue or the Steelers. You and, ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that about sums it up for that. We'll dive into Bohica Smoke. And uh, if you want to share kind of the backstory of how you maybe got into smoking you know, smoking food. You don't just smoke meat, right? I always say smoking meat, but I'll probably say it 80 times today. Sure. But smoking cheese, you smoke meat, you know, whatever. How did you get into it? Well, the rapid-fire question about the Steelers ties in really well. Um, I have six, eight buddies that always come over every Sunday, and we watch the Steeler games for probably the last 25 years. He uh 
have a football party in my house all the time, and I was always barbecuing something. We Steelers usually have 10 o'clock games, so halftime I'd throw something on the grill. They'd bring the beer. Uh, we'd watch a game, barbecue. They're like, hey, Brad, this is really good. You should get into a competition. You should try doing this professionally. And didn't think too much about it. And then they got together and got in a competition, and I did well in that. thought, well, maybe I can do this. And got real interested in barbecue, doing a lot of that. Uh, was intrigued by the smoking. It's a lot different than just your regular backyard barbecue. It's a long, low, and slow process. Uh, and that aspect, uh, low temperature for long periods of time on different cuts of meat. Um, cheese, cheeses, I like smoked cheese. Uh, I thought, I'll give this a try. Tried it, melted a bunch of it, fell through the grill. Terrible mess. I've ate some terrible, terrible stuff off my smoker. But I've also turned out some very good meals that people want over and over again. Uh, cheeses are uh, cold smoked. They're, I smoke under 100 degrees, uh, just enough to get the cheese warm and the oils to come out of it. It's about a, a four-hour process to smoke the cheese as opposed to a brisket, which is 16 hours. Yeah. Um, that's the toughest cut of meat, I think, to perfect is a brisket by by far and we're we're not bad at it we're not the best at it but it comes out really good mm -hmm. it's tender flavorful um there's always room for improvement in everything and that's what's unique about barbecue guys they're always trying to perfect their their craft their skill Right, like it's that's a, a never-ending battle. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, man, I, I really nailed that one. I I find myself, you know, I just have my little at home smoker. You know, I'll smoke pork butts, and that's usually my go-to. It's just easy, and they're I love it, you know. But it's like every once in a while, like you have one just dud, you know, like dry whatever, and it's like you were saying, you know, temperature is is huge huge aspect of it and i don't sit there and adjust you know i better put this twig on there and get this up one degree or two degrees you know i'm like you oh, know 225 you know good two, 215 i'm good you know um what was it that when you started you know doing those competitions that you're like man this is this is what i want to do this is what i love doing uh it's just a it's a huge passion i'm i'm outside my uh my smoker is wood fired it's all wood all the time. Uh, that's a phrase from a good friend of mine uh, in uh, Carolinas. And uh, he was up here for an event. And that's one of his hashtags. That's his logo is all wood all the time. <laughs> and he get really flavorful meats off of different woods as opposed to pellets or charcoal, um, depending on what you're using. Mm-hmm. Um, any, any fruit wood is great to smoke with, um, guys will smoke with just about anything. Yeah. And some of the, sometimes it tastes really good and sometimes you're like, well, I'll never do that again. And believe me, I've done a lot of that. I spent a lot of money on some real good cuts of meat and 
wish I had my money back on a bunch. Yeah, uh, I know. There's right? there is at times where you you nail nail a rack of ribs, uh, everything comes out great. They're they're not quite fall off the bone, which is not a good thing in barbecue. Um, but they, you want a little tug on the meat, you get you get a rack of ribs that comes out of the smoker that's like that, and you're like, yes, I did it. Mm-hmm. That's one of them high moments. Yeah, you know, which makes up for eating something that you burnt the crap out of right like, gosh you know i got this i got this to spend a bunch of money on it and i'm perfecting it you know i'm working on it and you're trying to play it back in your head you know when you finally nail it like what what did i do for sure it's like anything else you do nuance in, right like, like anything else you do in life you got you always want to get better at something mm-hmm. you know and that's a game i like to play you know yeah. if, I, if i'm good at this well i want to be better yeah and practice makes perfect and we practice a lot and makes my friends that come over happy that I practice a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be competitive, you know? <laughs> so we were talking in uh, Bohica Smoke, you know, a lot of people, it's an acronym, and I didn't know what it stood for. And you want to share the story of how Bohica Smoke, how you can't, how you got the name? Sure. Um, the military has... Uh, an acronym, Bohica, that I did not know about. Um, and it was the uh, early 90s, I think probably 92, 93 area, somewhere early 90s there, I uh, I was uh, riding bulls on the Pro West Circuit. And I we had a rodeo out at Kelly's, out at State Line, and I covered a bull, uh, rode the eight seconds on the bull, Bohica, and took first place in the bull riding well after the rodeo's over everybody goes in to the bar and uh, they bring up the first through fifth guys to pay pay out their money and they call me up there and gave me one of the big cardboard checks that I wasn't a fan of because my bar tab was probably as much as that check was going to be and they weren't going to take a cardboard check so I wanted cash um the stock contractor asked me if I knew the name of the bull that I covered, and I said yes. It was Pohika, uh, and he asked me if I knew what that meant. And I thought for a couple of seconds, and the stock contractor was out of Colville, Washington, and uh, Colville's got an Indian reservation on it. I thought, well, Pohika, that kind of sounds like an Indian name, so I went with that. And apparently I hadn't been paying attention in the rodeo world because every cowboy in the joint knew what it meant except for me. And so when I guessed that it was an Indian name, everybody laughed. And the stock contractor told me that the name of the bull, Bohica, stands for Bend Over, Here It Comes Again. <laughs> and that name, I, I laughed along with everybody else. Uh, that name always stuck in my head. It was my first big win on the rodeo circuit. Uh, it was a pretty lucrative day for eight seconds of work. Yeah. Uh, looking at it, back at it now, it was crazy stupid to do that. But uh, had a good time. And so when I wanted to open up my barbecue business, I needed to come up with a name. And all my friends call me Stink because my last name's Pew. And I didn't want to call it Stink's Barbecue. That didn't sound quite right to me. And I was kicking around the idea, and I thought, well, Bohica Smoke sounds kind of cool. 
lot of a lot of southern restaurants in the barbecue world uh not necessarily just the south all over have smoke in their name there's a there's a big Tuffy Stone is a big big time circuit champion uh barbecue guy and he owns a uh, cool smoke and i thought uh thought Bohica smoke had a good good catch to it and so i named my business Bohica smoke and we were fortunate enough to uh own own the kitchen out at Nashville North, which is a local Friday Saturday night country honky tonk, and uh, with it being a state line, there's quite a few Air Force guys from Fairchild that come over to drink dance mm-hmm. on Friday Saturday nights. Well, I'd get a flood of airmen come up and ask me, "Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means?" <laughs> And I, I'd, I'd always chuckle. I'm like, yeah, but it's not exactly what you think it means. <laughs> uh, it's the backstory is the name Bohica uh, comes from the bull, not the acronym. Yeah, the bull. Yeah. And I mean, standing up there, you know, kind of being like, hey, this is, you know, this is what it stands for. Like, I bet you, if you would have known before. Possibly might not have made that eight seconds, right? <laughs> uh, probably not. The bull was... There's a lot of power on those things. Like, um, he gets his name for a reason. Now I... It's kind of ironic. I used to ride them, and now I cook them. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Full circle. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, circle <laughs> of life right there. Circle of life right there. <laughs> uh, so you guys do... You know, you do a lot of catering, weddings, that... You know, that's, that's basically where you make your, you know, your niche and... Uh, yeah in the smoking world. Um, and you've cooked for, you know, pretty much all the big names when they come to the area as a business owner, you know, how, how did you get your foot in the door to get those connections? Well, uh, it started off, uh, with doing some small catering jobs, company parties, things like that. Word of mouth helped us out a lot. Um, we did, uh, some Christmas parties, uh, things were going good. Uh, we were we were pretty small. Uh, me and my son Colton and my wife. Uh, we we were a team with Bohica Smoke. He'd help me. My wife does the cleanup part of it, the dishes, which works out great for me. But uh, we ended up being lucky enough to ask to get into the kitchen out at Nashville North, and with Jeremy McComb being Nashville recording artist. He brought some people out there, uh, Colt Ford. Uh, they, they'd come out there and play a concert. Uh, he put our name out there uh, to his friends that were coming through town. Hey, if you want some good barbecue, come to this. This guy, uh, if you're in the northern Idaho area, get a hold of these guys. They got great barbecue. We got lucky enough to get in uh, with the North Idaho Fair. Um just for their country concerts, doing the VIP uh, meet and greets for them. And we've done, uh, I think we've done two or three events there that are nice. And same same thing, those guys tell somebody in Nashville, you know, if you're playing, playing up north, get a hold of these guys. Uh, so we've been really lucky. Daryl Worley uh, has put out word for us. Uh, we're the go-to guys to get a hold of for 
for barbecue, catering for their sound check parties, uh, whatever. We've done stuff in Montana at Country Fest over in St. Regis, which is a big one. Uh, they bring in 15, 20 artists over the weekend, and we cater for all of them on site. Um, Daryl Worley, uh, I was with uh, our DJ friends and Derek and Jeff, and the band came and ate. Daryl came down and ate. They went to get ready to go on stage, and Daryl came back down to the where we were serving and asked if he could get some more barbecue. And Derek asked him, you know, hey, you're out on the road all the time. You eat barbecue. How's this rate? And props to Daryl Worley. He said we were the top five barbecue he's had on tour, and he's been touring for probably 15 years. Yeah, so that that'd was, make you feel good. That right? was pretty cool. Yeah. That was that was that was a good feeling to to have you know a Nashville recording artist that sells out arenas say. If I'm having barbecue, I want Bohica Smokes barbecue. Yeah, and they're getting the best of the best, you know, everywhere they it's, go, right? It's fun. It's yeah. there's there's times where I've got to get up at three in the morning to get the fire going in the smoker, and say that's a Saturday, Friday night. I'm not into it. Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. And got obligations, so I know I have to do it. I'll be a little lazy getting up. Not too much into it, but as soon as I get the fire, the smoker fired up, everything's up to temperature and the meat hits the grill, there's no place I'd rather be than babysitting that fire for the next 20 hours. Right? It's like game day. It is. It's I great. Mean, and, you know, thank God we live in beautiful North Idaho. If it's raining, I got a poncho. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you got to easy up and I, poncho. I, I do, right? yeah. Yeah, I got a good little setup. Uh, most of our stuff, it's a it's a tow behind smoker. So most of our stuff we do is on site. Mm-hmm. The smoker tows behind my truck. Uh, we go all over. We go to Montana, uh, Eastern Washington, all over Northern Idaho. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, what have you learned from yourself? You know, from from that moment of when you were just cooking barbecue, you know, for for your buddies watching. Steelers until today, you know, where you're cooking meats and being considered one of the best smokes in the country by Daryl Worley. Well, I, I'm very competitive by nature. I always have been, and I always want to be the best that I can possibly be at what I'm doing at that time. And so, I mean, if we're out playing tiddlywinks on the manhole cover out there, I'm out to win. And it's just pride in what you're doing, and I want to strive to be the best I possibly can be at this this game. So you learn that you're competitive. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> and I, I really enjoy it. It's it's yeah. relaxing. It's it's cool. You know, like I said earlier, I'm sitting out there for up to sixteen, eighteen, twenty hours. Uh, got a lot of time to reflect on stuff. Right. And uh, you know, I got a great family, supportive of what I do. Uh, great friends that you know are supportive, put the word out there, uh, have me cater their events. Uh, it's great, and everybody's you know we do a lot of weddings. Yeah, uh, it's great because at a wedding, everybody's in a great mood. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a big party atmosphere. Everybody's happy. It's a great occasion. Uh, it's nice because they 
99.9% of the time, they want you to join in with the festivities, you know, uh, hang out, have a drink, you know, appreciate you being here. They treat you like you're part of the, of the wedding. Yeah, and you are. We've met some great, great people of it that I've catered a, um, a wedding for a family. I did the older brother. Uh, two years later, I did the younger brother. Uh, it just goes on, on and on, and you build friendships, lasting friendships. That, yeah. You know, I just don't go there and do a service for them for, for the two-hour meal that they're mm-hmm. having or whatever. It turns into a friendship where we we text back and forth. We'll call back and forth, see how things are going. Yeah. Um, so I, I get to meet a lot of a lot of different people that I wouldn't have that opportunity to do if I wasn't providing this service or smoking meats. Exactly. So that that's cool. I meet I meet a ton of cool people, and I really haven't had a bad experience. So do you have a do you have a system that you use? You know, to kind of keep in touch with you know with those people, the past clients, that sort of thing, or or is it more or less just like, hey, like something comes up, you know, I'm gonna shoot him a text, or I just thought of this guy today, or yeah, um, a lot of social media. Yeah, you know. Um, Usually, most of our communication is through emails and stuff for for the catering events, mm-hmm. and then uh, we meet a few weeks before at the venue, so I can figure out where we're going to set up, where everything's going to go. So at the event time, I'm I have nothing to do with anything. I I've got all my stuff set up, ready to go. Yeah, and we're pretty consistent on hitting times. For you know, if they want to eat at two, from noon to two fifteen, I'm freaking out. So you don't get like bridezilla on your ass. Uh, I I haven't. I you know it, it's been great. Uh, I haven't really had any negative negative aspects of smoking. I guess the only downfall would be a concert I did a few weeks ago, and we've been at this venue a bunch of times in the past. Everything's always set up the same at this venue, and these people wanted wanted it different, and it was it was go time for you know hey we're gonna we're gonna feed you guys if you don't figure this out y'all are getting McDonald's or you're gonna have to order some pizza because you know it's not like I can just throw yeah. a piece of meat in the microwave and it's good to go. Yeah, you're, thing, on ti- you're on time yeah, crunch. Yeah, you know? and that's where I get stressed out is the time crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got our times and temperatures down pretty well now over the years. Um, weather's a little bit of a factor. If it's windy and snowing out, uh, the smoker holds temperature pretty well. But like I say, it's wood-fired. So the draft for the wood, how much yeah, wood I go through. Water. Yeah, and trying to keep that within 3, 4 degrees of your target temperature for 16 hours gets tough with the elements. But again, it's a game. I'm competitive. I'm going to win this game. So the effort we put into it, uh, I think, speaks for itself, works out well. Um, we've only had a couple times where we've ran into dinner being at 5.30 instead of 5.15. And, uh, and of course, everybody was understanding. They yeah, know, have another beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the the social hour is uh-huh. is not necessarily linked to just one hour. Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, if you go back in time, you know, maybe pre, I don't know, 
pre-Bohica smoke, pre, you know, kind of where you are today, anytime, I guess, what advice would you give your younger self? Well, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty competitive, so I don't like to give up. Um, I, I've always been that way. Um, pro- probably don't be so negative on the little stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I take little things more serious than I should, and I worry about it, and just wouldn't worry so much. You're only here for a little little while, and while I'm here, I'd like to kick a lung out of it and have a good time. So uh, I would, I think I would tell myself, you know, make sure you stay positive all the time. Yeah, that, that self-talk. I know it gets gets everyone. Like, it comes up pretty much in every single one of these interviews. Sure. Like, it's like, you know, everyone has that voice, you know, in their head at some point where it's like, oh, it'd be so much easier just to just give up, you know, just quit. Screw that, you know. Yeah. Not yeah. quitting. I'm mm, keep going. I think everybody's. Know? I think everybody's competitive mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. You know, which is which is great. That's a that's a good society to live in when people help each other out, strive to be the best they can, and if that means helping somebody out. That's awesome. You know, we need more of that. Yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, in the barbecue world, I'm sure you guys learn a lot. You know, from your friends, competitors. You know, all that stuff. Oh, you for know, sure. And, yeah, and, and kind of help build you know yeah ultimately we like to take food right out of our out of our catering budget and stuff we we try to take out a percentage of of our profit and put that aside for charity events Mm -hmm. we we like to do charity events and uh we've been really lucky to hook up with some awesome charities over the years and be able to provide uh some some food for for them if it's if it's raffling off some of our food that's vacuum sealed um that they can take home freeze uh cook whatever you know um heat up um we try to give back to the community um we've got a few charities that we we really like to do stuff for and that's that's probably one of our proudest things of Bohica Smoke is being able to to give back to the community. Yeah. And where do you see Bohica Smoke in five, ten years? Uh, probably, I, I would think just about where we're at now. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get too big. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I don't need six or eight trucks towing smokers all over the place. Um, we We like to be consistent in what we do. I think Sometimes bigger's not better. Um, we're enjoying what we're doing now. We're we're bigger than I thought we would be. Yeah. Um, but I don't see you know us having a big brick and mortar uh, restaurant franchising anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're caterers, so we're catering to that select group of people that obviously are looking for. Caters, we like, you know, if you're a wedding singer, you're probably not a very good singer. So, but you're a wedding singer, you're at weddings. And we're, we're caters, we smoke the meat. We're, we're there to provide a meal. Yeah. And plus I have another job and uh, family time's important to me. So I don't like to book up a whole bunch of stuff. Summers are crazy busy. Uh, we try to take a couple of weekends off to go boating, family time, stuff like that. So I... Five, ten years, I think I'd probably be about where I'm at now. 
we can pick and choose how many events we want to do over the over the course of the year and we're successful at those events and I'm pleased with that. Awesome. And so if you get one message out to the community about Bohica smoke, what would it be? Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of barbecue around this area. Um, there's really no competition per se. Um, we, we enjoy what we're doing and big or small, we'd like to cater or have the opportunity to cater for people that are interested in smoked meats and the events. If it's a home party, if it's a wedding or retirement party, birthdays, big or small, we do them all. Uh, one of our slogans: If you can eat it, we'll smoke it. Uh, we'll, we'll try. We'll try anything. What's the craziest thing you ever smoked? Um, probably frog legs. Yeah, we smoked up a big batch of frog legs, and that's a little outside my box. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How'd they turn out? They they were good. Yeah, they 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 were good. I think I would do them a little bit different next time, but. I, it's not something I do every day. Yeah, they they definitely were edible, but mm -hmm. there's there's some other things that I, looking back, could have done different. But that's how the that's how the whole smoking barbecue business goes. Mm -hmm. You know, you learn something every time I fire up that smoker. I learn something different. If it's basting the ribs at a certain hour at a certain time. Uh, if they're at a certain internal temperature, um, you learn something every time I fire up the grill. And I learn something every time I do an event. Um, you know, if it's, if it's the buffet setup that we did, the, the way we do it, um, we try to be consistent on it. You know, obviously you have your, your plates, plates and silverware first. And then, you know, there, there's always something that you can do different. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's just a game we're trying to perfect, and we we enjoy doing it. Yeah, would would you mind sharing maybe one or two kind of tips of you know little insider tips that would help you know an at home guy that's you know smoking his own meat kind of maybe take it up one notch? Uh, just to be patient. Um, like I said earlier, the smoking process is low and slow. You want a lower temperature. Um, our, our ribs, we do at 220, and they are on the smoker for six hours. And we try to keep that temperature right at at 220. And we baste, we baste ours right at, the, right at the end. We want as much smoke flavor penetrating the ribs as possible. Um, and we, we lightly baste them at the end with uh, apple juice or apple cider vinegar. Uh, we lightly coat them with our barbecue sauce, uh, very lightly. I'm not a big fan of barbecue sauce, I think. Most, most smoke guys aren't. I Yeah, I don't, I, the meat's good. You don't need to doctor it up with anything. Uh, we serve all of our barbecue sauce on the side. Mm -hmm. Our ribs get a very light coat of barbecue sauce just to get that bark uh, on them. But everything else is just low and slow. Patience is the big key. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't you can't rush good barbecue. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to take as long as it's going to take. And 
one of the sayings in the barbecue world is it's done when it's done. It's some meats thicker and denser than others. You know, a brisket, a brisket's going to take twice as long as a pork butt is. Mm -hmm. So you just got to be patient what you're doing. Do a bunch of research. There's great information all over out there on the web. Uh, Most of the time you can call, you can call a barbecue guy and, I don't hide a whole bunch of secrets. You know, I'm not out to conquer the world in this yeah. in this game. Uh, I don't really have a, bu- a bunch of secrets. I uh, I've got people that'll call me and ask me how we smoke our cheese. They're melting theirs. I'm like, well, you're you're too high a temperature. You got to cold smoke it. But like with cheeses, you want you want to heat it up to where those oils come out. We pour the smoke to it. We we smoke our cheeses for three and a half hours, and then we at 96 degrees and then we shut it shut the uh smoking process off the heat process off and we let the cheese sit there for about two hours and those oils pull back down into the cheese which has all the the oils have all the smoke saturated in them pulls it into the cheese we wrap it up put it in the refrigerator for four days and then we slice it it's some of the best smoked cheese around how do you how do you get a f- smoker at only 96 degrees? There's all kinds of tricks. <laughs> all uh, kinds of tricks. There is. You could actually do it. You could do it on a charcoal uh, barbecue. Propane, uh, a gas-fired grill yeah. is pretty simple to do. You can get a, uh, what are they, the number 10 cans, uh, baked beans or whatever, the restaurant size cans. Yeah. Fill those with, fill that with wood chips. Okay. And you could turn one one side of your burner on, yeah, and get those smoke chips smoldering while that burner's on. Uh, like I have a eight burner barbecue at home; it's a big mm-hmm. commercial barbecue. Yeah. I can turn one one side of that on, and I still have all all the room for my cheeses. Mm. And once I get that temperature inside the the, the barbecue to ninety eight degrees, I shut it off. The chips are smoldering. Yeah. And you just keep adding chips to that, and you can turn that, you can turn the grill back on to maintain that temperature. But what you're trying to do with cheese is extract those oils to the surface, yeah. So the smoke will attack the attack the oil in the cheese, and then when it's cooling down, those those oils will go back into the cheese, and that's when the smoke gets happy with the cheese. Then, what's your theory on I? You know, I see a lot of. You know, and I'm looking on Pinterest or whatnot. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, how you know how should I cook this or smoke it? I see a lot of stuff like people like, hey, br- you know, bring your meat out to room temperature before you, you know, cook it. What's your kind of what's your thought on that? Um, there's there's a million ways to do everything. There's a million ways to skin a pig, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to build this table one way. You're going to do it another. Mm-hmm. It's still going to come out a table. Yeah. And we're we're doing mass quantities of ribs at a time or pork butts at a time, briskets, uh, whatnot. Um, so by the time I get done pulling the silver skin off the off the back of the ribs, uh, which is a little bit of a process there, um, I'm stacking the ribs up. Well, yeah, they're gonna they they come out cold. They're out mm-hmm. of the refrigerator, yeah. cold. But I've got thirty racks of ribs that I've got to peel, which is going to take an hour. And so those those are coming up to room temperature as, as I'm working, mm-hmm. and then 
I'll I'll put our dry rub on there and seasonings and put them on the grill. Uh, if I'm doing it at home for just me and my family, they go on. I pull the silver skin, doctor them up, turn on the barbecue, put the ribs on. They go on cold. Um, never frozen. Don't ever use frozen and don't freeze cheese. Yeah, so you of, don't you don't really see much of it. Uh, I don't see an advantage or a disadvantage yeah. either either way. Because I've been in that predicament where I'm like, gosh, you know, I didn't pull this out, you know, and then you pull it out of the fridge and it's super cold. And I read all this, you know, stuff out there like, oh, yeah, it's so much better if you get it room temperature. And I've done it both ways and I haven't noticed really Another good example is uh, ribs. You get a rack of ribs, half the guys in the United States are going to pull the silver skin off the back of the ribs, that membrane that's Mm -hmm. on the back of the ribs. Um, Pretty tough to get, get off for the average guy there's you can go on youtube or anything and see how to do it um we we uh use a butter knife get under there a little bit get it so we can put a finger under there with a paper towel and peel them off some guys leave the silver skin on yeah um just preferences yeah it's just preference and some people like it one way some people like it another that's why the competition barbecue is so tough you get you get the Jack Daniels championships where there's, you know, 80 guys doing ribs mm-hmm. and half of them are going to have the silver skin on half of them are, yeah. are not. Um, so it just depends on the preference and you're trying to please five people and one judge might like the silver skin on one might not like it. So you don't know, you're just doing the best you, you right. possibly can and present them with the best, your best product you win some, you lose some. Like everyone's taste buds are a little different. Absolutely. And you're yeah. like, hey, you know, I thought that was really good. I thought that was too smoky. And yeah, we've been in some competitions you know, where like, we thought our stuff was hands down the best barbecue that was that was served. Yeah. And we didn't even come close to getting a call or getting. Yeah. Just getting, happens, right? Yeah. It ha- and it has to be frustrating being a competitor. Yeah. You want, I want to win every. Right. I, I want to win Thank every time. God, like, yeah, and that's that's one outlet that I like the catering aspect of mm-hmm. it because I've already won. I've got this. Yeah. I've got this family of two hundred people that we're we're feeding for this way. Yeah, you're part of their special. And they they come day. up and they they thank you and you know they they treat you like family, and that's winning right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a good time. So, well, cool. That wraps it up. Um, how can people find out more about you, you know, Bohica Smoke, if they want to contact you or find uh, probably, out about Probably the know, easiest way to contact us would be through uh, our Facebook page. We don't have a website up and running yet. Um, I, I will in the, probably the near future. Um, I just haven't had the need to have one out there, but the more exposure we're getting and uh, people are asking, you know, what's your website? Uh, right now, Facebook um, it's Bohica Smoke page. Um, you can message us on that. Uh, we're good about, real good about getting back to you uh, on that. Uh, that's probably the best way to get get a hold of us. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on a, we're on a bunch of social media. Um, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. yeah, we like to post pictures on on Instagram. Uh, Twitter's a little different for me, but uh, we're we're on there. Um, we try to post as much pictures of stuff as as we can yeah and it gets updated quite a bit go on there and start drooling (laughs) and man looks like good stuff uh well brad 
We appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to, you know, seeing the, how Bohica smoke, you know, goes in the future. I'm sure you guys will keep kicking ass. Well, I appreciate you guys having us in. And like I said, if there's any questions or anything, check out our Facebook page and uh, hit us up. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah, you're welcome.